Welcome back to another episode of Eco-Friendly, a podcast that promotes self-growth and positivity for listeners. In today's episode, we'll be talking about the importance of essentialism and maintaining a minimal lifestyle based on decluttering techniques to live a simple and organized life. With the uncertainties of the world and the possibility of online learning for many listeners, staying organized and focused for the school year is essential to garnering your best academic success in both work and school. In fact, honing in these essential skills is creating habits that can lead to more uh, mindful acts during the day and less indulgent habits. By committing to these simple habits, you're on the right track to harnessing the subjects that can lead to a simple and more significant lifestyle. Organizing for me deals with two different categories. One has to do with more of like spirituality and mentality. And that kind of delves with kind of decluttering your mind, right? So every day where, you know, you sit down in the morning, drink a cup of tea, just kind of reflecting on yourself and your day on a daily day, on a daily basis. And really having these quiet, almost ambiance moment with yourself can really make you think a lot about just and just reflect a lot about, you know, your your talks with other people and, you know, the stories of other people that go through every, that you, you know, sort of listen and, you know, endure through and the experiences that you endure through every day. And second, I would say that of course there's also the physical organization, right? We need to be physically organized, whether it's through our environment, our workspace, our closet, our desk area, or even with ourselves, right? We need, we ourselves need to be organized as well. And developing organized tasks and routines are essential for that. And I know that for some people, going back with the mentality aspect, it can be difficult to find sort of focus and almost like a silent environment when, you know, nowadays you're probably at home with so many other people and you might also be, there's also a lot of like things that go, that's going on in their lives and there's going to be a lot of noises. So it can be really hard to concentrate and really find a way to sort of find middle ground between that and a wall that separates between those two. And also, you know, for other people, they might have a lot of, you know, free freedom right and free time and sort of sadly you know a lot of um time by themselves so it can be a little bit harder for them to maybe um sort of have at least some company right so in a way it's kind of dealing with both issues so hopefully i think that if you could find any kind of place a quiet place for solitude um any place where you can just meditate honestly right and don't think that you have to be like in a more physical environment um where it's like less crowded and everything though it helps to really garner your best and true self that is like decluttering of the mind but finding room and through all of this chaos through all of this noise um and just kind of going into your psyche and your mind and reflecting off of that can also be a way for you to just reflect like, just you know kind of desert yourself away from all the uh truancies and the noises itself right although it will have to take a lot of more steps than if you were just in a more silent space where you can just immediately soak in the energy and the environment of the place in general 
So I want to go on to my tips for how to make sure you more to be more you know minimalistic with your habits and everything and sort of decluttering basics um, in this episode in order for us to be a lot more organized for the next school year or even with work or anything in life because it's going to get more hectic um, going just going down the months. So I really wanted to make sure that we kind of garner towards a more successful pathway where everything is a lot more organized, intact, and we know what we're going um, forward so the first recommendation i have is actually to limit distractions i think this one is like such an essential thing that we all want to say like i wish i was distracted and everything and every time you know like i go on my phone like every once in a while when i'm studying so it can be a little bit hard to sort of gain concentration and focus and you know we're living in our homes now right because of social like you know distancing and quarantine so we have a lot more access to a lot more uh digital connections right whether it's through tv um whether it's through your phones your ipad computer etc you're gonna have a lot of exposure to media you're gonna sit there by yourself on screen you're gonna see nonetheless a lot of you know information thrown at you right and there's gonna be a lot of distractions that's gonna happen honestly right so i recommend downloading apps that are you know prone to just more just limiting the the, the amount of social media usage you use like that doesn't mean you delete social media even though that would be an interesting uh, way to actually go through your day and it can actually help a lot actually um, but taking those time off to really like you know take into account of your uh, future and of your experiences in the past and actually learning from that and actually taking that risk and you know blocking that app right um, makes you a lot more productive right as a person obviously and you get into this routine where it's like one day i did this and the next few days is just gonna be really just it's gonna it's gonna follow that chain reaction right so it only takes one day really for you to just sit down and you know just you know block an ad for one day block an app for one day block a social media account block this you know instagram account for maybe like 15 minutes just to do you know some form of workout or maybe to just journal right and just to really use that time to reflect on yourself and to you know think back to about your past and um and really concentrate on your schoolwork or your plans for the future and dedicating those deadlines it is going to save you a lot of time and you don't have to like look up at the screen every time when you're looking at your phone and you're doing this and you're multitasking right multitasking can be a good thing but if you're not able to you know manage it well it can be very draining that's one number two you can easily get distracted because you have so much applications available so i recommend that you know limiting distractions can really help you really gain focus and concentration and it really just starts with a simple click um you know the x button and really just starting to minimize the amount of things you're doing right so maybe like you know sh- maybe maybe try like you know deleting apps that you think you're not really handy right you might look at some apps in your phone you might realize like wow like i don't really haven't been using this app for like two months now maybe i should consider you know you know sending this off right or maybe just deleting it in general right um but make sure that you're really proactive with what with your choices and that can definitely lead you far into making more um simple decisions and more better decisions every day and the second uh, recommendation I have is actually making your workplace a more, you know, sort of 
holistic and genuine environment that kind of sticks to you right a lot of times when we think of minimalism we think of okay just practicing you know just only have one plant uh, a vase in the corner of my desk and then that's all basically my computer my charger etc that's all i'm gonna have at my table and there's only minimalistic stuff which is true it is the movement but you definitely play around and actually put a little bit of your flair into that um into that um i guess activity active that kind of method as well because what you can do is you can make sure make the space that you're living in yours right because oftentimes when you go into a room where it's just like okay there's a plant here and then there's my you know workplace and there's also my you know uh you know laptop on my desk and everything just feels almost weird and robotic and everything it almost doesn't seem like you or your you know general environment right so try to make sure that your environment is something that is a lot more meaningful and coherent to what you believe in right maybe you're like a candles person right you like collecting candles but maybe you want to keep like one or two candles near your desk um maybe to maybe like flowers right and you want to make sure that your table has to have at least one flower decked out right and something that really sticks to you maybe you have this one object that you like this one object right just limit yourself to one or two nothing like more than that that's just like maybe like a childhood gift or maybe it's like something that you really commemorate a lot and you want to you know put that near you um that's another good way as well i think meaningful items and possessions that you put near you can definitely like meant like can really you know pull you a lot and it can actually work as many can actually run many strides and um remember it can be object but the trick here is to keep it minimal minimal it's to keep it meaningful and to keep it simple right so in this case you're actually everything is just a lot more you know simplistic but it's definitely it's like its own it has its own essence right towards you know the meanings and the values that you put into it and um that's a lot more important than having like six you know six different things in your desk like maybe like a tray for you know your um color pencils and then you know um seven pencil cases for color pencils for mechanical pencils and there's just so many things cluttered up in your desk and it almost seems like you know like a gigantic you know party or something for pencils and stationery so you want to make sure that you're kind of centering yourself into things that are a lot more simplistic but has meaning to it right and this this i want you to make sense of this a little bit more because when i mean simplistic and meaningful like it can also be the contradiction because sometimes the most things that are often like colorful and you know abundant are the most you know meaningful apparently as we kind of stated right i mean because we live in a culture that's more like consumerism based where everything that we do is everything like we have to buy this we have to buy constantly in order for us to feel other one it's to make us feel safe right overall right we buy in bulk because we feel safer i mean we kind of alluding to COVID 19 a lot of people buy you know strands and strands and little just packages of you know toilet paper because it's it's something that it's a necessity it's a commodity that we need and we buy in bulk because it makes us feel safe right number one that's the psychological aspect number two we don't have to go back and forth and buy it once more again right we're willing to you know spend our time and spend our money on buying things that we don't want to visit one again once again and it's kind of buying into this over like consumerism aspect right so the trick here is to really keep things simple but also being more minimal right 
and meaningful towards the items, right? And it's almost like everything that we buy, we think that, okay, buying a lot and having a lot of those things are going to make us a lot more happy. You know, it really ranges from the people, but I think from a sort of minimalistic standpoint, things that are often sort of small are actually, if you think about it, a lot more meaningful, right? Um, sometimes just just a simple photo card or picture can really tell a lot. It can have like just a lot, a larger story to it than just something that is like gigantic and you know it's, it just screams like I have a meaning in it, right? And it's really the meaning that you kind of feel through that specific object rather than the object making you feel something. And sadly, with the consumer's culture, it's just that's just how it, the story is. It's the object making you feel something, but do you feel something out of that object, right? That's kind of the trick here that we need to work around, right? And again, meaningful, simple objects, right? So it's kind of like, it just keep it simple, basically, right? And sometimes... The most simplest things are probably the one of the most meaningful, right? And you just have to look deeper into those aspects. And moving on to my third point, useful versus beautiful, right? What do I mean by those two? I think whenever we're making decisions of getting rid of an item, so this time where we actually start decluttering through our mess, right? Um, whether it's through like an old wardrobe that we haven't like touched for, you know, a couple weeks now, or maybe like your desk station or whatever area. Um, whenever we're getting rid of an item and we're deciding whether to keep that or whether to throw that away, we tend to think more about its ethical values, right? And it's like the intrinsic memories that, that comes with it. And we sort of govern how we use, we manage our items based off of that, right? Um, you know, Nancy used to give me this beautiful, you know, wallet, and I don't really use it anymore, right? Even though, you know, I think it's really pretty, um, but I don't really use it that much, right? I've used it like once or twice, but afterwards I don't really use it, right? So should I continue this, or maybe I should throw it away, but what happens if I throw it away, then, you know, the grace of her giving it to me, like, how is that going to be affected? So you're kind of just balancing between that and you're kind of weighing between those two and it's almost like funny because you know it's really more about the simple thing is that we have to think about what um is actually good for us right it's actually the trick here for for these gifts right that we kind of so profoundly love and you know we love gifts right and we i mean if you put yourself into the shoes of someone that is gift giving right if you're giving someone a gift you wouldn't want that person to throw your gift away like three months later right but sadly the case is true right we kind of keep items we have the sentimental kind of inclinations towards them and then we sadly have to throw them away right or maybe like you know someone throws it away for us right we can do that as well but you know the trick here is to keep at least like two or three items like kind of going back to the to the talk about how sometimes like the most simplest things are the most meaningful things are really more simplistic right just keep it at two or three minimum right you might have like a box dedicated to like you know all the gifts that i have and just try to perch it up into like this old panorama of like items that you received over the last few years of your life but kind of just thinking kind of pointing this out as a food for thought remember that the gifts were there as a way to kind of show someone's emotions someone's feelings towards you know you right towards you as a person towards you as you know whatever they're trying to you know point out towards you your graces your follies whatever it is right anything that is you know as jokes or something that's like a really big compliment or something that i really noticed out of you um it's those thoughts and those feelings that really matters rather than the actual object itself right so 
kind of thinking back about that kind of ethicality and kind of linking it with these objects right remember that we do not want to make sure that you know sometimes maybe those items are actually useful if those items are useful you're sure that you're going to use it right i'm saying sure because we don't you know it depends right but if those items are useful i highly recommend you would keep it but for items that are a lot more i guess like figurines based or collectibles right we'll have to figure about that i'm not going to be like the lead decider right because this is you know your personal decisions but having having sort of that that kind of wiring of like this is basically someone that gives give this gifts to me because they genuinely felt something right they've generally felt something towards me i think the thought and ideas of that that matter so even if you're perching that figurine up in your specific desktop area um just remember like it was there it had a meaning because it had feelings it had thoughts and that person that gave it to me put that eminent feeling towards it and because of that right either way if i throw it away it's those lingering thoughts are still going to be you know within me and everything right it's sad to see see that happening right with um you know sometimes items that you really cherish but sometimes you just have to move on let it go and it's sort of the cycle of like you know receiving and intaking receiving and intaking right sad or sadly so that is just how that works right but for me personally kind of just limiting yourself to at least two or three items right four max um and really leads you to be more focused and everything right we're trying to be a lot more like focused here with the items we have and being a lot more you know picky towards one item versus the other item right so it's not really like i choose to keep all of these because i enjoy you know having these items at all it is not like toys it's not like any of that right we have to be more again aggressive and a lot more focused towards what we um choose to keep and what we kind of have to let go because we cherish those thoughts and feelings and those are things that matter to us and last a little bit longer than with objects um next we have gift giving and gift giving kind of going back to what we're saying here is tricky because it's one it's to, if you put yourself into the shoes again of a person you may feel inclined to keep it right but remember it's the lingering thoughts and feelings of the gift of the person that matters right and it's almost like this abstract encapsulation of a person's care but make sure that you regard it with great attitude and care towards it right because eventually the figurine is going to decay eventually that um you know that thing that they give you is going to rot right it's going to have dust in it right but take it with good care take it with that solemn grace with that solemn feelings that that person gave you and tend it with that same amount of earnesty um and then next i would talk about cleansing sort of cleansing your you know, inner state your mentality kind of decluttering your mind and things like that right last time we talked about like kind of clearing your thoughts through social media which is such it's such it's such almost like an essential intake that we do every day right wake up in the morning check your phone so it's almost like instinctive right it's almost like every single day i have to do this because you know that's just how society works every day right it's kind of like the new normal right um so when you're declaring your mind i think there's a lot of different ways and there's different ways that can work for different people right so i suggest things like reflecting on your thoughts through journaling right journaling is a very popular aspect right um scrapbooking is another way as well scrapbooking um is also another facility uh meditation meditation is also a great way to, and can lead to more mindful productive habits that can make you a lot more i guess mindful of yourself of other people of the environment around 
around you, right? And remember, you don't have to meditate by just in a closed and sort of solemn, solace environment, right? You can meditate like even when things are a little bit more sol- um, like hectic or the environment's a little risky. Just find a place, just find a time and just to inhale through it all and just, you know, find that space, right? And remember, that space is inside your head, right? And you have that space always to refer to. Whether it's loud or it's chaotic or it's even quiet, it's always there. Um, but if those items don't work for you, there's always exercising. And exercising is a great way to, number one, stay in shape, stay physically active. But it's great for making you feel good inside, right? And it, it helps your brain a lot because your brain kind of, I guess, in a way, be a little bit more active, right? And it's a lot more alert every night, right? Every day, um, every morning when you're just, you know working out you feel the sense of alertness every day right because you feel a lot more pumped up right every day might just feel like you know a lot more happier and you might feel you know less stress right because exercising is a great way to get rid of that stress right um but the the taking the more like spiritual and sort of psychological benefits of it it's really making you feel good inside of yourself right you might feel outside like i'm physically active right it's almost like two things in one right you feel physically active you feel physically you know well toned but then you also feel inside of you like i feel really good about myself right and that is also a key right to having a lot more clear thoughts clear mind and increases concentration a lot more flexibility uh, it helps you be more equipped to gain more knowledge from the world right and it helps you actually be more physically and mentally engaged right so this is really essential you might feel like garagey every day you're sort of going through the same routine and cycle right but you know take my advice right delete your social media exercise daily cleanse your mind at a journal you're gonna see that ultimate transformation every day you're gonna look yourself in the mirror you're gonna see that you are going to have such a whole different perspective of who you are every day because of those habits and because of that you're a lot more um you know you're a lot more mindful right and every day you kind of just just treat it as if you know it's it's almost like a day to take care of myself a day to really be more mindful about my habits and that is such a such an independently uh resilient way to navigate through this crisis right now right and the trick here is to get used to being at solitude and actually enjoy being sort of in you know, your own state in your own mind your own self and try to practice gratitude and join the simplicities of life i think that's definitely like a great way to encapsulate it right um because most of these items that we do here and specifically the items i suggested above um whether it's journaling meditation exercising some of these can be solo activities right and the trick here is to really get yourself used into you know actually um being comfortable with yourself and for other people it's very hard to be comfortable with yourself right cleaning you're doing that by yourself reading you're doing that by yourself writing you're doing that by yourself it is really hard for you to find that specific place to really set that time for yourself because you're one probably scared of yourself number two you're probably scared of um messing up you're probably scared of um you know making a lot of mistakes about something right and because you're so entwined into making sure that everything's the one perfect or maybe you're just scared because you know you've made mistakes in the past you're not willing to step out of those cage and actually be comfortable with yourself right and this is not the case of being comfortable with everyone around you this is about being comfortable with yourself right sitting down 
getting that pen and paper, changing into the next page and just flipping to that next page in your notebook and actually writing and actually getting you know close to your voice and getting close to your habits and actually confronting it i think that is a problem right and i think confronting solitude is a thing that we need to talk about a lot more right um because every single day when we're going through a lot of stress or troubles um specifically we don't want to face it head on uh, because we have social media we can share our plight and we can share our struggles with our friends um, either through you know messaging or through you know other contacts right but because we depend so much on other people depend so much on their interactions and intaking in so much we lose our own sense of self and our own sense of voice and we lose that sense of sort of getting used to being with myself face right kind of used to being you know with comfortable with my ideas comfortable with my perception of the world and you kind of feel and that's why a lot of people feel really lonely and depressed with their thoughts and opinions because um they find that number one there's no outlet because they're always intaking on other people's opinions and number two these thoughts and opinions end up where does it go translated it goes translated in our heads and we kind of find no way to declutter from that and this is why it's so essential to really declutter your mind and actually follow these steps because if you follow these steps then you're actually confronting that confronting head on that uh that sense of uh i guess ambience that ambiance kind of that we're kind of feeling um that we kind of don't like because we constantly want to be alert and when we're in the quietness and solitude we get kind of suspicious because why is the world constantly so quiet right shouldn't something be popping up shouldn't a news article be popping up anytime soon we live in an age of again i quote from dave chappelle spin and because we live in an age of spin everything is just spinning us constantly and we need to find room to be more at last with ourselves with our opinions with our ideas and that is definitely the way to take this token home right so tonight tomorrow night whatever in the morning just go off social media stop relying so much on your phone stop relying so much on on looking or being attached to that you know post right but just look at yourself first right what are, what are my needs what are the things that i need to get done and kind of looking at you know things that you're trying to plan ahead for is going to help you be a lot more i guess self-responsible with your needs right and be more responsible with yourself rather than just caring so much about other people because they yes they have their own lives and as well they're you know processing the, through that as well but we kind of become sort of the ants to the system if we try to kind of follow through that cycle of media and intaking in really much right so using that time to just reflect on yourself to really get comfortable with that voice even if you're not comfortable with it even if you're not comfortable with you know facing your your follies facing you right you oh my god that's such a like a a strange word it's just a scary word you right um, but really face through that and because when you face through that you're able to see so much more about you and about you know life in general so that brings on to my next point right which is planning ahead for the future in the past episodes i talked about you know planning ahead a lot specifically on how uh, the top 10 sort of 
habits of successful people, which I talked about in a long while back in my episodes. Um, but kind of moving on to that point again, right? I think for anything that you do in life, life is going to be throwing a lot of, you know, curveballs at you. It's going to be continuously going to be a struggle. It's going to be a battle day by day. But planning ahead is definitely the only way where you can definitely control that and kind of grab the horse by its reins and actually propel forward. And with what's happening right now, I know it can be difficult to maintain consistency in your schedule, right? And I know every day it can be very difficult to try to be productive. Like, you know, some days productive could mean like cleaning your wardrobe. Other days it can also be like getting an assignment finished on time um, before, even before the due date, right? Um, you know, so really the word productive varies between different people, right? For different people, productive means different mean, different things, right? So that doesn't mean you get to compare yourself to other people, right? So kind of going back with social media intake right because we're so involved into social media because we're so involved we kind of get a less lesser voice of who we are as a person of ourselves right and i encourage you at the end of the day to look back at yourself to look back at your decisions and to look back at your social media intakes and think about yourself a little bit more on a personal level right it might sound selfish it it might sound egoistic but take that time to really um, focus more on you as a person, right? And getting used to yourself, right? And that is definitely going to propel you forward because we're so used to having faces of other people in social media online and we start to not, you know, see much of ourselves and I think that's what we need at the end of the day, right? So uh, remember, don't measure your progress to others, but be mindful and take into account the plans that you have um, to propel you forward, right? And, you know, sometimes it's devising schedules and routines every single day. So maybe today I have, like, maybe you have a morning routine that you have to stay consistent to, right? And that doesn't mean you have to stay consistent consistent to it, right? What I mean here is to take it with a grain of salt, right? Because, you know, sometimes it might not be, you know, you might not follow the schedule, right? And sometimes everything might not be in line. You might have a disruption in the middle of the day, right? Um, some days it, you might have a consistent afternoon routine or a study session that was actually successful and a nighttime routine that you actually stay intact with since day one, right? And those things, right? Just measuring just about like maybe you just stay consistent for one day. That's a, enough to show that you have a lot of you know grit in you and that you're actually controlling your life and you're not letting that slide within you right um and you're getting comfortable with yourself right and i guess one of the motives with i'm doing with this podcast is really trying to get you comfortable with yourself with your voice with you know everything that's you know in the world and in life right now right and it really starts with you just sitting down and getting comfortable with yourself with the environment that you're in right and with and getting kind of a little bit more away from the media and more more into yourself more into what you digest as a person right so instead of just digesting in kind of things that are more negative and more controversial try things that are a lot more proactive day by day and maybe it's your social media intake maybe every single day you start off with a quote right or things that can definitely make you you know hit the ground running and start thinking right right off the bat right off the next morning and i think those things are definitely going to get you farther than if you just stick to the schedule every day i'm going to wake up check my phone go to social media and kind of the simple mundane kind of life so 
that is basically what I have right now, right? So kind of just to summarize it up, it's really to keep it simple but significant, right? That is basically what the movement really is, right? With what minimalism is and sort of decluttering, right? I'm sure there's other techniques out there that are probably a lot more better than mine's or even a lot more, I guess, descriptive and more useful. So do take these advice with a grain of salt. Um, but, you know, these simple techniques every single day and these simple things you need to try doing at once can definitely lead you far. It can even lead you to more, you know, successful pathways or at least can lead you to, you know, a, a route that is a lot more sufficient to your needs. So again, keep it simple but significant, right? So sometimes the most simplest things, right, just significant. And really practicing essentialism can really lower your risk of getting existentialism, right? Because we're consuming so much from social media, we kind of fall into what, um, into what Sartre argues, right? Existentialism, right? Episode one, right? I talked about that. And because we consume so much, we start to get really depressed. We start to get sort of loathing, kind of loathe ourselves based off of that, right? But if we kind of look at it in another angle, right? Into an angle of more about ourselves, about less about our egos, less about putting our images out in the public. We don't have to do that to really show our consistency. It's just really the small and simple acts that we do every day um, to really keep ourselves geared for the next day. And these simple things, right? Whether it's just this or that, um, we're trying to minimize this or, you know, getting rid of this can really get you farther than that, right? So again, it's essentialism. Um, that can definitely lead you farther than you know having existential thoughts so i'll see you in the next episode